Another week of the podcast, this time a little playoff preview with a, uh, a surprise mystery guest here. So, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I love the intro music. Yeah, have- hey everyone. So who are you? The people don't know that voice. Yeah, it's uh it's Alex Bowie. You we know. have Dr. Alex Bowie joining yeah. us for a playoff preview. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> so um so Bowie, people don't know this, but I actually stole the idea of a podcast from you. Um, yep, that's right. You you've been doing it what you started last year, right? You've been doing it for over a year, two years ago, maybe even. Yeah, we started last year, um, I think, towards the tail end of the season. And really, I think the first couple episodes were just me, Hogan, and Ethan recording. We basically had a bunch of Zoom calls at the time catching up. We're like, let's just record one of these and like talk about fantasy. And that was kind of the genesis of it. But I originally stole it from my buddy who runs a long time league in Houston with his high school friends that I think everyone, I, I, James, I think you would like really a lot. He's a great dude. And then, um, so he, he has been running a weekly podcast for almost two years now. He sent me a copy of his. I listened to it. I know all, all the guys in that league it sounded like a lot of fun. Then we started doing it and then you started doing it. So this is like the grand podcast of that guy, like a grandchild or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That guy. They're all we're, we're the coaching tree. We're spinning off the podcast tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you, you, you um, to your credit, you've innovated and put it on Spotify for all for all nine listeners. What um, <laughs> <laughs> in like Poland or something? Yeah. That one time, so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think um, they still do it. And I told him, I told my buddy about that. He, you put it on Spotify, and he's like, yeah, that's. It's an innovator right there. So, yeah, I actually have a bunch of ideas for random episodes to keep it going in the off season. Maybe like one a month or something. Or okay. Something. So nice. So, Boo, you got to subscribe because I think you might like some of those. We'll we'll do a walk down memory lane. We'll do some history on some. Yeah, of those maybe. That w- so that'd be a lot of fun. So, speaking of history, you and I were just kind of shooting the shit right before we hit record, and we looked up the history in. Dynasty League, Dynasty League history, Bowie was 48, 48, and one. Perfect 500. And then we looked up because we're in the other league where Bowie's a commissioner of. He's 77 and 77 in that one. What does that say? You are, you are perfectly 500. You are a coin flip every single time. All right. So I think, I think this comes out of I, I will win the championship every once in a while, but I'll also get last quite a fair bit. And then I'm also middle of the pack most of the time. So I think all that together, you know, 500. So um, how many seasons was that? I guess 48 and 48. That's uh, well, we how many started, seasons was that in that we dynasty? We started in 2014. 
Um, so we've played eight. We're in our ninth, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, let's actually 2014, you made the playoffs. You got third, you're eight and five. Um, 2015, you made the playoffs. You got lost in the finals. You were nine and four. So you started wow, off. What happened? What happened there? Right. 2016, you, you finished uh, ninth. You were five, seven, and one. I think this is where it started to go off, <laughs> go off a cliff. No, 17, you were uh, 2017, you were back in the playoffs. Uh, eight and four, you finished fourth. 2018, you're back near the in the shitter. You're six and six at eighth. 2019, you're eight and four. You fit, made the playoffs. You're fourth. So you got a lot of playoff appearances. Yeah. Hmm. 2020, you finished dead last in 12th. 2021, uh, that's when you did most of the season. Yeah. And then David replaced you and you finished 11th. So really, you were pretty good. It's just two back-to-back bad years. And now David's uh, David since he took over went six and seven, got you in eighth. So now actually, it's not a bad history. Um, Sounds like David sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> you know what? Should I rejoin this league? <laughs> do, do you miss it? Let's let everyone's got to know. Do you miss? Our okay. League? Okay. So. Um, I, I don't know if I've thought about this league that much, but like thinking, that. thinking, no, no. Okay. I, I won't say it like that. Thinking about my experience that I had, um, it was to what you said before. It is cool. That's a unique approach to a league. It's, it's unlike my other leagues. So I like that. Um, it takes a lot of knowledge about college football, which I think your group of friends really, really embraces and is good at, not something that I'm good at. So I didn't like that part. Um, but I did like it was it was kind of like a good camaraderie, lots of participation, lots of engagement. So I do miss that part of it. Um, but I do like I, I miss like just being able to interact with your brothers, being able to interact with Ben because I only get to talk to him every couple of years. So like having that chance to talk to those guys was, was something I do miss. Uh, Did you know anyone else in the league? Did you ever meet Billy? I met Billy at your wedding, actually. Right. Um, So very briefly. Kenny was at my wedding. You might've met Kenny there too. Mm, Uh, I think so. But probably, you know what, honestly, when you just said those two names, I thought they were the same person. So maybe, (laughs) (laughs) maybe not. Everyone in the league now thinks that Ben and I are the same person because we trade so much <laughs> together. So, <laughs> well, if the um, spot ever opened up, would you come back? Um, yeah, I think so. I think so. At least if there was a spot in the uh, group me and it was you don't have to man the <laughs> team, you just want to be in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm just like an advisor, advisor. Um, <laughs> Assistant to the commissioner. There you go. Assistant to the general commissioner. Well, I think I told you was that people have been saying in the group me that I mean, they, you're a commissioner. You know, everyone shits on the commissioner, and right. so they they uh, always they're clamoring for you. They say I need to step aside, and we need to bring back Bowie to be the new commissioner. If if I did that, and you independently ran the league with without a team, <laughs> would you would you do that? That would be really interesting, actually. I mean. I don't think I've ever heard of that approach where it's just like a completely third party arbiter. Um, (laughs) I, uh, 
I don't know how I'd feel about that. I feel like that would be kind of fun, actually. Um, but, you know, I, I feel, yeah, I think we were saying just before we got on that there is there's always a um, grass is greener type vibe with being in a league and hating on the commissioner. I think that's just the very commissioner always plays that that heel um, that everyone can hate on. So I feel like you don't get it that bad in our other league, at least in the group. Me. I think so, too. I think I um, I don't know. Yeah. What, what's your view of it? I, I mean, I think I mean, I have such a good track record in this league that I'm winning <laughs> that it doesn't matter that I'm the commissioner or not. They're going to hate me anyway. The fact that I'm mm. the commissioner makes them hate me that much more. And in uh, the league, you're the commissioner. We just said you're 77 and 77. <laughs> yeah. so, so they they hate you maybe every other year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, I think I get the hate from maybe lack of clarity on rules. Um, but I think I, I think I, I pride myself on creating enough of a fun environment that people, yeah, people don't, uh, like want to, you know, put me on a cross, you know, it's a, uh, yeah, that, that league's got a great shout shout out Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) What, what? (laughs) Right around Christmas too. All right. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Um, but no, that that's a great league. That's actually my longest running league. Is the one you're yeah. looking at. That's one's been what we say, fourteen years now, something like that. <sighs> um, I remember it was at least two thousand nine or ten. Like I remember just getting out of college and starting that up. So just yes. around that time, I got the trophy. Still, I, I don't know if you can see it. Wait. I see it. I see it peeking <laughs> up above your chair. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be this is gonna be on its way to a new uh, home. Yeah, yeah, it was a rough weekend last weekend for me in this league, in in the Dice League, in your league, and in the league Andrews, the commissioner. Um, I lost in the first yeah. round playoffs in all three. I thought you were going to pull it out with Robinson, honestly. <sighs> yeah. Oh well. I, I thought uh, anyway. We're not going to talk other leagues too much. Get too yeah. into the weeds on that, and we'll talk football in a little bit because you know that's what this is. This is the playoff. You know. Preview, cast yep. playoff preview or championship preview. So we got to talk Billy versus Tyler. Um, <laughs> but first, I mean, people don't know you. You're Bowie. Who are you? Tell us about you. Okay. Um, well, I'm uh, Doctor Alexander Bowie. <laughs> I live in I live in Houston, Texas, right now. Um, from Philadelphia originally, so. Go Phillies, go Eagles, go Flyers, go Sixers. I'm sure people have, might have people have, <laughs> might have certain thoughts about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been playing fantasy for quite a while now. I've been in leagues with multiple pens. I, there was a time where I was in three leagues with you, and I scaled <laughs> that back a little bit. I was in Andrews, I was in um, yours, and then the, three the one that, that I, lost the one that I run. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. I like. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think my favorite thing about fantasy generally is that I've been in these leagues with people for so many years. We might not see each other every year. We might not have talked to each other one-on-one, but it's a great way to keep in contact with old friends, um, buddies from high school and so on. So, and also brings, brings multiple groups of people together. It's probably my favorite part about it. So. And honestly, even meet new people shit in your league. I mean, like you said, you had your Georgia Tech friends and your Philly friends. I still haven't met a lot of the people in that yeah. league that I've been playing face football with for a dozen years. Yeah, and those yeah. people I'm like, I feel like I'm tight with just from the group me. 
yeah yeah and it's like when i when i published my book like all of them bought it you know it was i know like, i don't know you guys or like when Brian does the Movember thing, it's like I donate every year. You know, it's yeah. like I don't know those people, but I'm tight with them. Yeah, um, that camaraderie is like one of my favorite things about it. Um, and well, um, with, with that camaraderie, then from our league, did you have a least favorite owner? Okay, so um, I'll be okay. So I'm not sure if it was a an owner versus commissioner thing, but I I did have trouble. I did have trouble managing this team. Um, I, I would say probably you. <laughs> That's fine, Dick. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll. I think I think my biggest issue was I don't know why, but it the the way the draft was usually set up was it was like that Excel spreadsheet, right? Uh huh. And it was always around a time where I was like the most stressed at work in the, I was working field work at the time and I'd be like fixing an instrument for grad school. And I'd be like texting you on the side and also researching who were the, like the best rookies of that year. So I had, I had a lot of trouble with the draft. Not that it was like poorly set up. It just like was always sitting around a time that worked out poorly for me. And then and um, that's such in this type of league. That's like, that's exactly so that, crucial. That is the, yeah, <clears throat> that is the, the team. Um, and then um, to your credit, you're persistent as hell when it comes to this trade proposals. So <laughs> I, I just, I, I think I got the most interaction from you. Maybe, maybe a couple texts from Andrew every once in a while. But you were just so persistent with those. You, you were you were not a very responsive person. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, so I would say that just because uh, I guess I didn't really interact with many of the other managers too much. Yeah, and yet they're all still clamoring for your return. So you made some good impression. Yeah, I know. I know. Maybe it's just the PhD. They want to raise the standing of the league somehow. Yeah, you know? I know. <laughs> Um, they're gonna so, regret it i think when this happened one when this when this might happen one day they're gonna regret it they're like what have we done <laughs> no we're gonna have to expand the league and two more i've talked about it before maybe go 14 teams like an expansion draft or something if we oh, do just, that I'm, I'm calling you you're, you're coming back how would you, how would that even work I mean, haven't really ironed out the details but i feel like each team would be able to protect x number of players and then you, the new teams could only take, you know, Y number of players from one individual team. So it's not just like all poached from the same teams, but something like that. And then you'd probably have to waive the dues from the new teams for like a year or two, because they'd probably be pretty bad and uh, give them the top pick in the draft that first year too. <laughs> something like that. that sounds, sounds like you thought about it. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the draft then, doing it during the work day and doing it, you know, on a Google Sheet and whatnot. Um, yeah. What would you change? How would you do it? Do you think it so, should be more structured like like an actual fancy draft where we do it online and just like everyone just agrees and for you know, we got this hour after work and you know whatnot. Yeah. So like I I thought about that. I do appreciate like there's a small part of me that appreciates the flexibility, right? It like, you can, you can kind of do it when you need. Uh -huh. um, but that does draw it out 
for certain people that can't have that attention span or can't focus all that time in one place. So, um, I do remember a couple of times <laughs> to your credit, you would always keep us on top of things, but like, it's your pick. Like it's your pick. It's your pick. It's your pick. I remember getting those text messages from you. So I would say if I had to change it, um, maybe you do like, uh, the first two rounds live, or maybe you do the, or do the opposite. You like, since it's a pretty easy to do the first two rounds, cause the rookies are pretty well known. You do the first two rounds through an Excel spreadsheet or the rest in like an in-person venue or an online thing, or you do it all online, you know, uh-huh. just everyone spends a couple hours doing it. Um, the time, the timing was poor for me usually. And the way that it was kind of stretched out was, didn't work out too well for me. Now the pro about stretching it out is people when they're on the clock shop picks, they trade. So if it's like you have a two minute <laughs> clock or right. whatever, and especially true, true. this past year, you weren't part of this past draft, but it was trades left and right. Like most okay. of the picks at some point, you know? Um, so you kind of need some. So if you're good at that. The, yeah. If people enjoy that part of it and they, and they're good at it, then I could see the, uh, the stretched out version working out nicely. <laughs> Maybe it sounds like I just need to probably get better feedback of what date is the best for everyone and just say, instead of saying, here's the date, does it work? And, you know, and if I hear no no's, then it, I assume it works. Yeah. Um, like you what do, else? you know, a poll or whatever, and it's rank based, I think, or something. Yeah. What else is, what else have you heard about it? About the draft? Yeah. Um, nothing. You're the only one to complain. <laughs> and you're not even in the league, so I don't even give a shit what you think. Yeah, I've been stewing on this for two years, man. <laughs> that, that's why you left. Now we know the real yeah. reason. <laughs> you know what's also funny? That as you're running back, I cannot believe that I was in this league a year ago. It does feel like forever. It, it feels like so long ago. Um, uh, but um, David actually had a pretty good draft without you. He took uh, – yeah. he had the number one pick because um, he won the lottery after you left. Uh, yeah. He got Brees Hall. You're, you're welcome, David. <laughs> <laughs> he got Brees Hall. He traded back and ended up with Sky Moore, uh, Desmond Ritter, Alec Pierce. So some pretty good players. Um, everyone said as soon as he took over from you, everyone the first thing they were telling was don't trade with James, don't trade with James. And then he makes a trade with me like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, an- another piece of feedback. I think um we, we often found ourselves picking uh, – managers would pick someone that was already picked. That happened a lot, I feel like. Um, so, like, I don't know, any way to clear that up. And then also I like, I like the idea that if it's stretched out, it gives people more opportunity to swap trade. It's like trade and, like, do, do that whole thing. I think as someone that um, wants to participate in that but doesn't know, know everyone – that closely like having a way to do that better i guess you did post the phone numbers and all like i probably could have been a little more proactive about that but um for someone that's new to the league getting them involved in that whole trading mid mid draft trading process was difficult because i just didn't know as many people Uh uh-huh yeah um i mean really you knew me and my brothers and Ben and you knew my brothers and Ben through me. I mean, yeah. Um, for everyone out there who doesn't know, 
Bowie and I knew each other because we were roommates <laughs> in college. <laughs> right. Maybe we should have started there. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we actually freshman year we lived. You lived down the hall. He lived in a That's fucking right. like. Well, it was like a lounge. They didn't. They, they converted. Yeah, they didn't. There wasn't enough rooms, and so they put the lounge at the end of our dorm hall. There was like eight of you guys living there or something. I remember. Shot. Yeah, I remember like looking at my freshman year dorm assignment, and instead of saying like "oh, three hundred two B," like it said three. It said three lounge, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and then I roll up, and they converted the common area space on the third floor of Smith Hall where James was into a six person open, open concept dorm room. Basically. Um, it was not, it was fun, but it, I don't, I wouldn't say it was the most conducive environment for getting to class and just being a good college student. So I mean, I thankfully, wanted that. Yeah. Thankfully I got moved into, I think first floor, in spring semester and then my grades got a little better but yeah you were on the third floor too right you were with yeah. uh scott daly and, and dan, alex Doug, dan douglas and gashow <laughs> dude i actually funny thing about alex gashow this was this <coughs> european kid that you stayed with freshman year he he had this freaking futon that i will never forget it was like a european style futon and it was the most annoying thing to sleep on ever. And I just, for some I think I see it as I walk through uh, Target or Walmart. And I just think of Alex Gachot. Horror stories about yeah. my roommate from France. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other stories? I know we've had, when I've interviewed some other Oof. people in this, um, yeah. like Andrew is best friends with Billy. So I was like, tell a story about Billy. Well, I don't want to call myself out here, but you know me, Bowie. You got any stories you want to bring to the league? I mean, I mean, is this an NSFW type story? <laughs> I mean, I've got a lot. I've got a lot here. Um, well, the story. I've got Andrew, one that's the story, Andrew. Life. The story. Well, I don't know. <laughs> the story Andrew told about Billy was Billy fingered a girl in like eighth grade, then came to him and said she had a bumpy vagina. And so, uh, and so, uh, she started telling everyone that Billy had a curved dick. <laughs> That's a good team name. Curved dick. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Let me think here. Because for you, the one I got while you, while you're yeah. thinking was uh, when you jumped out the window. That's, yeah, I mean that's that's like iconic. We I think... we were in Smith Hall. And yeah. The, it's like a traditional dorm, you know, bathroom down the hall and whatnot. And we're, we have these girls over from Agnes Scott and we're playing beer pong and we're all underage. We're freshmen in college <clears throat> and it's an all guys dorm. So the only girls bathrooms on like the first floor and the girls off to go to the bathroom. My roommate walks them down there and it's just Bowie and me back in the room. And then I get a knock on the door and I open it and there's someone standing there saying, you're underage. I was like, what? I was like, I don't know who you are. Like you're underage, whatever. And it was some RA making the rounds. Right. Um, and I even showed him my fake ID and he was like, oh, I'm going to hold this till the cops get here. I was like, fuck. And so I shut the door and I was like, Bowie, no one knows you're here. You got to hide or leave. And so between the two of us, our drunken minds are like, you're going to jump out the third floor, jump yep. out the window. 
and you did. And then I tossed all the beer down to you, and yeah, and I hit it, <laughs> and you hit it. <laughs> um, and I don't think many people know about this part of the story, but I was Hall president. I was Smith Hall president at the time, and I met with the Hall director the next day because I think that was our weekly meeting or something like that. And he's like, "So what happened last night?" And I think before we all went to bed that night, we all came up with an alibi for me. And I think for you, right? Or no, no were- I, th- I talked to the cops and they knew I was drunk. Okay. I, I told, but I told people you weren't there. I- right. Yeah. Okay. So we, we came up with an alibi for me. Um, and we're like, all right, that's the story. Like we're good. And then the whole president and I had a conversation the next morning. I was like, so what happened last night? I go through the entire alibi and he's like, all right, now tell me, tell me what actually happened. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I spilled it immediately. Um, so yeah, I think uh, that that really set set my college experience off with a bang. The uh, the the thing is that wasn't my first underage drinking violation at Tech, but that I'd right. just gotten off probation for the first one. So. Right, right. <laughs> but, um, uh, any stories you want to share, or you can just okay. pass on this because I mm. I shouldn't have thrown this out there because this is probably just going to be ammo the legal having it's me. I mean, I think you know the other one that I was going to say. I'll maybe pass on this one. I've got one. Um, let's see here. This is kind of like a combo. This is just like a set of experiences that were put together when we lived in Home Park together. Um, there, I think there was a time where you were pledging your fraternity. And me and Ethan like went to Frisbee practice on our Saturday morning before a tech game. And like you were in a position where like you couldn't, you were like banned from like tailgating the fraternity. So you're like, hey, I want to meet the frat bros that I'm pledging with at the game. But in the meantime, I'll pregame on my own at the house. And me and Ethan, like, okay, sounds good, man. Like, we're going to practice. It's like eight or nine a.m. on a Saturday. We come back at like noon or one right before the game starts. And you've like, you're surrounded in beer cans and you've, you've funneled like nine beers by yourself, just like in the living room. And we're like, are you okay, man? And, and then like we, we turn around and you're gone. Um, and I think you went to the game and I don't know what happened after that, but that was kind of a, That's kind funny. of a, just a classic James. Um, <coughs> I think in that same house, I think if you were to ask me and Ethan, one memory that we have of that house <coughs> and of you in it, um, I mean, th- there's a lot of stories. There's a lot. That house alone. <laughs> that what one, one comes to mind was um, uh, the cereal bowl that we had. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> Do you remember this at all? Okay, yeah. so I think one of your classic meals that you'd have in college would be just a a bowl of cereals or, or Cheerios or Rice Krispies or something. Um, you you at the time were i think you just left a bowl of a bowl of cereal in the sink and ethan and i were like trying to be good about making sure the kitchen was clean and all the place was a freaking dump as it was so we're trying to put like we're trying to make it as nice as possible um and we had a lot of issues with that that year but we we found a bowl of cereal of yours in the sink and so like okay fuck this like we're not cleaning up after james like he needs to be an adult he's the man up we're going to take the bowl of cereal that has a little bit of milk left in it, a little bit of cereal left in it. 
and we're going to put it in front of James's door to see how long it takes him. To, are you going to say something? I, I was going to say, I honestly think this was Hogan. Hogan's. I don't think this was me. <laughs> okay. and, and, All right. And, this is a, I actually going to say ball. something that, that makes me sound very weird. Okay. Um, Go for it. I don't, I don't like milk in general, so I eat dry cereal. And <laughs> so I uh, actually now, if I'm eating cereal, I eat it out of a cup and just kind of like do. I don't even use a spoon. God, you're just, a <laughs> psycho. All right, maybe the, maybe this is the maybe this is the the evidence we needed to solve the cereal bowl mystery. But anyways, it ended up that me and Ethan picked up the cereal bowl and we're like, all right, James, like you're gonna have to handle this. We're gonna put it in front of your door. And we're going to see how long it takes you to take care of it. So it sat there for at least another week to the point that the milk in the bowl was like turning green. That's gross. Yeah. And I don't think that's I, remember, I remember sitting us because we had a good view of your bedroom door from the living room that we'd always hang out and, and watch TV in from. I remember multiple times where you'd open the door and just sidestep the cereal bowl. Like you'd, you'd step over it. <laughs> um, so maybe maybe that was maybe we just solved it maybe uh, because you don't eat cereal with milk that was uh, wasn't truly truly wasn't yours and I didn't back then either <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe it was Hogan and and Hogan's room was right across from mine so I probably thought like oh fuck they're doing that to Hogan's door yeah. instead of mine and you guys there thought you it was... but but there's a uh, there's too there's too many um let's let's say uh, women related stories to share off pod that I won't go into now. I'm, I'm kind of relieved that you didn't go into some of those yeah, stories. I could have, I could have. <laughs> what a, That house was so much fun, but they tore it, it was. down. They tore it down. I know. I've looked it up on Google Street View um, with Kevin, actually. Um, I actually found a Google Street. You can look at historical Google Street pic- pictures. So I looked up my mm. current house that was renovated when we moved in 2018. Um, and looked what it like. I could see pictures going back to like 2010 or something like that. So, Damn. Um, anyway, though, back to uh, football. Back on yeah. topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so let's see. You want to get into the predictions? What do you, well, before we get the predictions, what do you want to talk about? You have a platform here to talk to you know nine listeners worldwide right now so <laughs> the international community um that, that one person poland from two months ago when they listened. yeah shut up shut up poland <laughs> shut up warsaw um i i don't know I, I think i was just looking through the um the standings and also just some random notes about um the old team and the i guess like an up yeah, the old team. And, and just so I guess just random observations here. Um, ben being two and 11, like, what's up with that? Is that like kind of his MO, I guess, over the. Let, let me fill you in on that one. Last year, I don't know if you, how well you remember the season last year, but Ben had a pretty good team and started to go all in. He sold these assets just to like right. try and win last year. He just barely missed the playoffs. And so it looked like he was going to be a really strong team again this year. And he started off really rough. He was like one and four or something like that. And just said, fuck it. He's going to go from one end of the pendulum to the complete opposite end. And so he sold everyone. Right. And, right. And then just didn't win another game, you know, Damn. Or, or one in the last week of the season, but like was really bad. Um, so yeah, wild swings with Ben. 
And lucky for me, I have his first round pick this year and next year. <laughs> so he's set up for the future. Sounds like, um, okay. That was one random observation. Good luck, Ben. The other one was, I think the last time I was in this league, cause I was looking through the team manager names. Um, last time I was in this league, I think all the team names were Nick cage characters slash like civil war people. Okay. Does that sound, does that sound? Well, we, we have a category every year and I'm going to go back and show, um, cause you were in the league last year in 2021. It was porn movies. Was what last mm. year was okay. I'm excited to Sean Watson. I was Watson's massage tutorial. 2020 was 90 mm. TV Lovely. show characters. Well, let's see. Last year, you were never pull out. Um, 2020, you were trust the process. You were that. Yeah, I leaned 90s, into. <laughs> I very TV much characters. I very much leaned into um, because I was kind of like trying to be as contrarian as possible with everything about the league. Just uh-huh. basically tanking games, and I never change my team name from Trust the Process again. Trying to be a contrarian enemy move. Uh, yeah, you um, did the the Nick Cage one in 2016. You were Big Daddy, but then you were tr- <laughs> <laughs> you were Trust the Process in 17, 18, 19, and 20. Wait, but uh, which the uh, themes were in 17 uh, or in 18? It was Tom Cruise. 19. It was 19th century prominent military figures. That's Right. Okay. That's okay. Was mind. 90s TV show characters than porn movies. Um, so you're saying you're tank, you tanked, you threw that in there. This is actually oh. something talked about on the podcast frequently. So you, I, your losses were intentional, or was that just like a no, not paying no, t- no, because no. you never blatantly like sat guys. No, 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 no. What I would always, I would always field a team, but I wasn't, um, I wasn't like actively trying to make my team better. So you're just a shitty owner. <laughs> no, because just, I think I just really <laughs> sucked at it. <laughs> so I, I was trying to, I wasn't actively making my team because I, I also knew that the players I was fielding weren't very good. And I, I knew they didn't have a chance of winning the matchup because I, I thought, okay, well, the, the worse I do, the better chance I have of getting a first round pick. Right. So like, I wasn't like hitting up the waivers, even though waivers isn't really a big thing in this league. Like I wasn't, I was, I was basically managing my roster. Uh-huh. I wasn't doing anything like any acquisitions, trades, trades moves, waivers, proposals, okay. anything like but, that. But you were starting the best lineup you could every week. Yes. Okay. You're kind of forced uh-huh. to because the, because the, uh, the, the rosters are so thin. Well, we had, a guy in the league, Tyler, is actually in the championship. Um, <clears throat> who last year you had the worst team on paper and you finished second to last, 11th. He finished last, he had a middle of the pack to above average team right. because he would bench guys like Christian McCaffrey for guys who weren't going to score any points. Do you think that's a shitty thing to do? So that he could get the first round picked for this year. Yes, just completely blatantly benching your best players to to intentionally lose. I, which is different than what you were doing. I don't see a problem. I I don't see a problem with that. Really? Now I I can hear Tyler, who's one of those nine who I know is going to listen. He's one of yeah, the, the I have no loyal listeners. He's uh, it's something we've talked about 
and pretty much everyone, actually, I can't think of anyone who agrees with you and Tyler. Um, everyone else says like blatant tanking like that is wrong and really shitty. <laughs> it's been something that we've talked about over and over again. Yeah. But why, why do you think it's okay? <coughs> there, there's no penalty. There's no penalty to doing that. If Tyler is willing, which I was willing in my way of tanking, right. I was willing to lose the 30, 40, $50 every year with that strategy in order to set myself up to potentially win 300. Right. Wouldn't so you say, wouldn't you say it, the way you're doing about it, the way you went about it, wasn't efficient or smart it, by those constraints. You're saying what you should do is try and acquire the best team you can just not start those guys. Just keep them on your bench. Like Tyler did. That's what he did. Sure. Yeah, no. So like I, I probably could have done it that way. I think, think again thinking about my level of of perhaps not being as savvy to to do that work or just not 77 and 77 48 48 (laughs) and one we know where you stand i'm just streaming (laughs) kickers and defenses every week man that's all i do um so yeah there's a there's a way that i could have done that i guess like to to the level of activity that i had in the league at the time i wasn't i was just basically managing my roster but uh yeah see i think it's just like takes away from the spirit of the game. It's kind of unethical sure. and whatnot to just like intentionally lose. I, I, to me, you should start your best lineup, you know, and try and win. Um, but sounds so we, like, we, sounds like Tyler's an anarchist and I love it. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, hopefully that doesn't influence your championship preview that we're going to talk about. Cause he's in it. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about that um, in, in a second? Cause I actually want to go off this one, uh, one step further. People were pissed about what Tyler did last year. So we tried to think of a way to combat it because mm, okay. we had a lottery before. Um, and you who ended up finishing second to last behind him, your team actually won the lottery and got the first pick. So, right. Uh, right. But uh, we instead this year implemented something and I want to get your thoughts on it. Um, it, we called it ideal lineup points. So basically you start whatever lineup you want and that goes by record and record is how you make the playoffs, but all the non-playoff teams every week, I calculate every team. I calculate what their ideal lineup would be. If you started Mm. your optimal lineup, your best players, what's the max amount of points you could have gotten. And then your total on the season of those points from those games the inverse of that, the lowest score of that gets the number one pick of all the non-playoff teams and record is more for playoff. So that sets that IL ideal lineup points is based on your ideal lineup after the fact. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't, it doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you start for draft pick. It only matters who you start for, um, for playoffs, which puts all the incentive on to start, try and start the best roster you can and win. Because there's mm. zero incentive to try and lose. If if you want to tank for a bad pick, you have to cut guys. You can't just bench them. So the first round pick would go to the best ideal lineup the worst. performer. The, it would go to the worst. It would basically um, the team who's optimal lineup every week I see, or the I lowest see. amount okay. would get the top. So the worst team because you want the worst team to get better. That's why I hate. That's one reason I hate. Right. It. Not the only right, reason. Right. 
is because you want the worst team to not yeah yeah, yeah have I the top pick. Yeah. So how'd that work out? Um, You're about to find out. We're gonna. I mean, it's it's already calculated. Ben had. Uh, I had told you I had his first round pick. He had the second worst team, but he ended up with the third pick for that. Um, so it actually kind of hurt me a little bit. But uh, right. but I think overall it's a mixed bag of reactions. I think it skews towards the positive. People tend to like it. Um, and the people who aren't crazy about it just for the most part, don't have a better solution. So it's, it's kind of the best we got at the moment. I mean, it, I've never heard about that. It sounds interesting. It sounds like um, your best safeguard against a Tyler move. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I couldn't think of anything better. That's the best I could come up with. Um, so, but obviously open to it. Probably should have explained it to you before. So you'd have some time to think about it instead of blindsiding you with something <laughs> weird like that. It's interesting though. I, I mean, that's not a, you didn't come up with that on your own, did you? I did. Yes. Damn. Fucking genius over here. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not 77 and 77. How many championships <laughs> do I have across the, our two leagues? You have seven. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. across the two. Yeah. Across the two. In, in Bowie's league in 12, 13 years, I have seven championships. And when I was the number one seed this year, but lost in the first round. Yeah. Thankfully. <laughs> Thank God. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, are there any other rule changes that you thought we should have implemented in dynasty you think would have added to it, made it fun, more fun? Okay. So as I was looking through, um, I, I was specifically looking at David's team because I just wanted to see who remained after. And I think this is a change that was implemented in 2021, maybe even implemented this past season, but the whole two defenses thing um, that, that was next. Yeah. We got in, 20, that. in uh, 21, right? Let's see. We voted on it because something, a change like that in dynasty, we typically don't vote and then instantly implement so we voted on that. Uh, in 2020, but it didn't go into effect until 2022. So in 2020, I mean the off season before the 2021 season, I guess. Um, but we delayed a year so you could before it went into effect. So this was the first year. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that was a good move. I think at the time I had only when the initial draft happened, there was like a run on defenses because everyone was getting three. And I'm like, why the fuck is everyone getting three? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I only stuck with two. I had the Browns and the Patsy for however many years until uh, that rule went into place. And then I would just go a week without run without playing a defense. Um, so I'm glad you got rid of that because with a hard cap of 32, like, and there physically can't be more or less, you know, yeah. it's, it, we couldn't do that. Two quarterbacks yeah. a little different. It, I do like that a lot. That well, that's that's probably... going away. Actually, we're switching oh. to superflex, where well, the second quarterback can now be a quarterback or any other position. Um, it's so going to mostly be quarterbacks, though, I guess. Yeah, right? I mean, a mid-tier quarterback scores as much as an elite re receiver running back. You know, like, um, like just looking at David's team, Trevor Lawrence, who's a pretty good quarterback this year, put up 18 points. Yeah, sh shout be, out me for for drafting him. <laughs> <laughs> which would be elite for yeah. – um, yeah, you're welcome, David. Suck it, David. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's too bad it's going away. I actually that was one of my favorite parts about the league. Like that made things kind of interesting. Um, kept you aware of uh, quarterback backups and mm-hmm. just quarterback play across the league. I, I always like that. But well, they, I mean, I guess it's being replaced by the superflex, so you have a little more um, superflex optionality. Yeah, quarterback's still the most valuable position in superflex. Right. It's just not as valuable as in two quarterback. So right, but. <clears throat> Um, any other, other than that, yeah, thoughts you know when you looked back through the league, or I or did you only look at the screenshots I sent you? Because that was just I just, cool look, I just looked at the screenshots because I don't have access to it anymore. Okay, well, we need to change that. I need to make you a co manager online so you can just look whenever you want. <laughs> just cre- creep, use the use the uh, message board that no one uses in the league. <laughs> so the message board is going to be buoy shouting insults to people. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, we need to get you back in the group, me. All right. Uh, oh, I'm going to share this thing. Can you see my screen? Yeah, it's coming in. All right. Well, I guess we'll start third place game then, because why the hell not? You can touch on this for just a minute, but here's our third place game. It's myself versus okay. Justin. It, if you want to make a prediction, it literally our projected totals are 147.9 to 147.3. So it's yeah. ESPN has it a coin flip, but who do you like? And then you can do the more blind, analysis of the next game. Blind resume. I'm not looking at the names here. Um, or the team manager. I I kind of like this right-hand side team. The uh, Zeke Elliott, Burrow, Dalton. Dalton's kind of tough. But I do like the wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like this right-hand side team, whoever this is. Well, it's not me, so it's not you. Okay, sorry, man. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I guess shout out to Griffey. He actually just had a kid, so you know, if he wins, I guess John John Griffey uh, confirmed <laughs> confirmed one time sex haver. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Okay. Here's, yeah, here's the championship. It. So tell me keys to the one. game. What are we what are we looking for here? And it's a two week matchup. So it's not just this. So yeah. maybe you think someone, you know, has is gonna have a good week because they have a good matchup, it, you know, that needs to factor in more for that. Okay, so I I I, I really like this matchup. I mean it's super even. Um I do like the right hand team's QBs better, Herbert Cousins. Um, and obviously AJ Brown from the Eagles. I think that's going to be a AJ Brown has just been so strong for the Eagles lately. He's get I've been watching a lot of the games. He's just like just a big body going across the middle, slant a lot of slant uh, routes and everything. It's been great. Um, McCaffrey's been pretty strong since joining the Niners. So I don't know. I don't really see major flaws on the right hand side team. Did and then on the left, on the left, the left, I, I don't know. I've never, never really liked Heineke. Um, I do like Devonte Adams a lot. Justin Jefferson's strong. Um, but the flex, I think as far as the flex spot and the secondary QB on the left-hand side team, I got to give it to, uh, I got to give it to the right-hand side. I think that's Tyler's team, right? Uh, yep. That's Tyler on the right. It's your prediction. Yeah. I now, mean, and I looked at, I looked at the, the, the season standings. I mean, he's been crushing it. He's like eleven and two or something like that. So clearly, this team is produced for him. 
his um, two losses were one to the team on the left and ooh. two to me. <laughs> Damn. So I mean, what are you, what are you thinking? Yeah, what are your thoughts here? Well, let's see what the league thought. Well, actually, no, first. You said his flex. You don't like Jarek McKinnon, I guess, or is Stevenson. Yeah, I mean, would you move James Conner into the lineup or anyone else on his bench? <laughs> I feel like James Conner is the only one. Yeah, worth. maybe Conner. I don't know. Has McKinnon been good this year? Connor's been uh, I McKinnon. Mean, I mean, his last games, he's had five straight games. Where yeah, Connor's been big. Yeah. Um, now McKinnon, I think has had like three games in a row or something that he's crushed it. Like at 30, 28, and thirteen, his last three. Um, Holy smokes! Yeah, personally. Not aware of that. Now, but if you look at the McKinnon, those ten, six, eight carries. Um, and uh, eight, seven, two catches, but he's had a bunch of touchdowns. James Conner, less catches, but he's getting a lot more carries, more bell cow work. Um, yeah, per carries, eh, but a little less touchdowns. Personally, I told Billy I would have started Connor, but you know, there's a reason he's in the championship, so yeah, not you, uh, yeah, not me. <laughs> Uh, but no, you ask how I feel. Let's see how the league feels. I actually posted a poll um, in our group meet today and asked everyone, I said, who do you think will win? And I said, who do you want to win? So it's eight people have voted in both polls. And in the who do you think will win? It's actually four to four, Billy. To mm. It's yeah, it's right down there. Wow. Um, exact tie. Um, the it's the 500, it's the Alex Bowie of polls. So, yeah, <laughs> um, my <laughs> vote I actually have gone back and forth, I changed it. Um, but I have it on Tyler. I, um, I do like that Billy got 14.8 from Ingram here. But yeah, over two weeks, Tyler's just been so good lately. Yeah, um, so I, I voted for him to, I think he would. If you look at the ESPN projections, ESPN in week one project Billy 168 to 158. So right now he's got a 10-point advantage on projections. Um, now, who do you want to win out of the eight votes? It's not even. It's not a four to four. Oh, is it Billy? I bet it's, it's leaning Billy. It's five to three Billy. Now, why do you bet it's Billy? I don't know. I just feel like he's always like a nice guy. I remember he's always like a friendly person. Okay, kind of ni- I think it's nice. confusing him with someone else because Billy's an asshole <laughs> <laughs> with, 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 with a curved dick, apparently. <laughs> okay, so maybe it was Kenny. I think it was Kenny that I met at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, you probably met them both. I mean, um, One, which is the guy that lives in Vegas? That's Billy. Okay, Billy's a nice guy. Yeah, Billy's a nice guy at a wedding. Billy's a nice guy outside of yeah. fantasy football. I'll give him that. But uh, yeah, fantasy football, okay. Billy is not a nice guy. Well, you know how I, was I gonna say, say that how we were talking about commissioners getting attacked? Billy's generally yeah. the one leading the charge of that. Mm, so he's like the you of this league, of my <laughs> league. <laughs> I think I, I would guess the 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 um, people are voting that way in that last poll is just because of what Tyler did last year, right? Like with the tanking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I bet you that has an impact on it. I voted Billy personally because yeah. yeah, I guess fuck you, Tyler. So. <laughs> yeah. What's what's week 17 look like for these two teams? Um, let's take a look. Um, I'm just seeing if there's any like uh, matchups. Matchups standing out. The interesting thing to notice is Billy's not starting a head coach. Um, yeah, you need to get rid of that, man. 
I hated that when I we was in the voted, league. We voted on that. Looking back in our – when did we vote? In 2021, we voted to keep it or not, and it went instead to keep it. Mm. Um, but the thing about head coach is it's, it's do you think you can predict a game? Because if your team loses, your head coach gets you negative points. If right. the team wins, they get you positive. If they win big, they get you – they can get up to six points. So I never start them unless I think it's going to be a close game and a game I'm yeah. I'm going to win. I go start a head coach because it was always just, empty for me too. Yeah. There's very few that are actually rostered, so you can get almost most of them on waivers and go look at a matchup. So if I was Billy, I would start a head coach. Um, and also another thing that's unique about our league is you see Tyler has the plus three point home field advantage. <laughs> I make the regular season matter more, so the higher um, the higher seed in both rounds gets a plus three point bump. Now three points across two weeks, a two week matchup is pretty much nothing. Yeah. It can, it can matter, I guess. Interesting. But yeah, week 17 here, I don't see any matchups like that stand out that are like going to swing it a huge way. I mean, there's some teams that have decent matchups, um, but nothing that's just like, you know. Yeah. I was also wondering if, if, um, Either of these managers, sometimes you can like go ahead a couple weeks and manage your roster for future weeks. I was wondering if they had done that, but it doesn't look like they did. I don't know how to do that, actually. I do it in the app a lot, actually. It's really nice to like look ahead and and plan for buys. You can like set your week 17 lineup in week 16. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you can. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So it sounds like. Dr. Alex Bowie here is making yeah. a prediction that Tyler is going to win the league. Yeah. On, on my, on my doctoral <laughs> degree, I hereby declare. <laughs> so it's done. They don't even need to play this week. Right? <laughs> uh, Ty, Tyler Boylan of the Jamarcus Russell division. I don't know if you know, picked up anything off the team names, but this year's theme was draft busts. Ooh. Okay. Gotcha. I did not pick that up. That's Steve. <laughs> brother-in-law hi steve <laughs> i'm in a fantasy league with him <laughs> it's like Bowie, there's a strange man behind you <laughs> oh it's just steve uh, okay well uh what else what else we've been talking i don't know at what time do we start maybe an hour pushing an hour a little less yeah i'd anything, say about that yeah anything else you want to talk about um, um... I think that's all I had on my notes. I, I really just I spent time looking at the old team. It's good to see uh, Sammy Watkins, Miles Sanders, Jimmy G, Russ Wilson, Trevor Lawrence. Um, yeah, that's about all I had. Well, I I think this needs to be an annual thing. Even though you're not in the league anymore, Love you it. gotta Love at least one, once a year you gotta hop back on this podcast and make your predictions. You I'd love to. to. And, and maybe we'll change, you know, right now for trades, trades can get vetoed where it's like a, the league votes. I, right. You know what? We, we need to do a scrap that and just say Bowie decides. Does this trade go through or get, give you the dictator of trades or something? Tyler. Well, so I guess if there's like a if there's like a rule change that that is a split decision. Um, if that ever does happen. Yeah, but you're going to be the vice, be vice president. You're going to be the deciding <clears throat> vote. You know, the split, the 50-50 split of the Senate. You're the deciding vote here. Dude, vice that would president be Bowie. that would be pretty funny if, like, <laughs> uh, 
you like gave me a set and I like dressed up <laughs> in like a, <laughs> like a suit or something like that and gave the official the official results. But but how we would do it if we have a tie on any sort of vote is we would have one person from each side on a podcast with you and you preside <laughs> over it where they get to make their cases. The gavel. Side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, we're going to find a way to, even if you don't have a team, we're going to find a way to incorporate you back in the league. I think I'm going to yeah, add man. you back to the group me just so you, you weren't a big talker of the group me before, but now if you got no skin in the game, you can just talk I, shit. Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. I would chime in every once in a while when I think there was like something goofy to say or like I. Um, but yeah, I never really weighed in too much. But now that I'm like not tied to a team and I can just talk trash on people I don't know. I'm down. It's because the league notes. I used to say suck it, Bowie, every time because you're always the yeah. last place. So I, <laughs> yeah. that's what scared you away from our league. So. Yeah. And now now I can just free reign. <laughs> uh, that's how we've uh, ended pretty much every other podcast. I don't think we did it the first time, but I think everyone's except that Sam started that tradition. I'll it join just, in, man. They'd say suck it, Bowie. So I don't know. What What do you want to say? What do you want us to say? I'd say let's just keep the tradition rolling. Um, the league's the league is strong as ever in part to my participation. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll help you end it with the suck it, Bowie. All right. Sounds good. Well, uh, I guess we'll do it on the count of three then. <laughs> One. Two, two, three. three. Suck, Suck it, Bowie. It, Bowie. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. All right. Bye.